Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I have an idea for how we can help humanity, especially people who are really in need, who have hit rock bottom. And I want you to tell me whether or not you think this is a good idea. I've never talked about this publicly before. And I'm doing it now because even though this is something I've thought about off and on for years, I was just reminded of it the other day because Lauren and I were in a bar and uh, at one point there was a a couple that came in, a, a young lady and a younger man. I don't know what their relationship was uh, they kind of looked like they might have been something like brother and sister. Just Maybe they were just pals. I don't know. But they came in, and uh, they had some bags with them, and they were very quiet, and they sat in the corner. And it turns out that they were homeless. And I overheard the, uh, the bartender on duty uh, coming over and talking to them. And apparently, the owner of this bar is a compassionate person, and occasionally, if he has people who need a place to stay, especially on a cold night, he'll open up some of the space in his bar and let people spend the night in there. A uh, very nice, admirable thing to do. And so they had come in to see if they could stay uh, because it was going to be a cold night. We know how that is right now. But um, even though everything was, was very kind and gentle and respectful uh the bartender said that for some reason that she wasn't able to let them stay in there that night and um and she was sad to have to report that i don't know you know all the details of the background of this but um the woman who was asking for the help she said well you know i don't know what we're going to do you know we have no place to go tonight so obviously I, I don't like to butt in on other people's business but i i'm in a position where i'm overhearing this and so of course at that point i stepped in and i did what i could do to help them out but that scenario reminded me of this idea that i had for how we can not entirely pre- prevent that kind of a situation for people, but certainly reduce the frequency of that. Uh, a way that we can use technology to help people on a whole new uh, organic level. So again, uh, this is kind of, it's kind of a rough idea, but let me just toss it out here to you and let's see what you think of this. Because this is not just for people who are in that kind of a dire situation. This is actually something that everybody can use and everybody can benefit from, regardless of, you know, what your needs are. But especially for people who have nothing more than, you know, than than the shirt on their back, so to speak. Well, you know that old adage, you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Give a man a fishing pole he eats for a lifetime well that's the key to this perspective that i have on this system that could be put in place it is called therefore fishing pole 
and it is a free bartering system. And let me explain to you how this would work. So you have these computer terminals that are distributed in various businesses all over the country. So you have one in, you know, at least one in like Starbucks, McDonald's, Walmart, whatever. I mean, like, I, I know that people can get free internet access in libraries, but libraries have very limited hours. I'm talking about places that are available uh, a wider range of hours, especially like Walmart would be good. But uh, here, let me just give you the scenario. So let's say a guy goes walking in and he, he has nothing more than the clothes on his body, right? And um, he's he's hit, you know, basically rock bottom. So you walk in and there is, again, at least one computer terminal there. And the only thing that terminal will access is the phishing pole website. And so what you do is when you go there for the first time, you sign up, you you open an account very quickly where you put in your name, your age, your location, and a PIN number. And then you take a quick questionnaire that will list the things that you can do. Uh, and, it, and it could be anything. Well, I can draw. I can play the guitar. I can mow grass. I can carry lumber. I can paint houses. I can build things. Uh, you know, like you just list what whatever you can can do uh whatever skill or skills that you may have acquired and the questionnaire is there to help you remember the things that you can do because it's amazing to me how often that people have incredible talents and skills and abilities that come easy to them so they don't even think about them as assets because if something comes easy to you then sometimes you just take that for granted and you don't even see it from another person's point of view from the point of view of a person that it doesn't come easy to so for example uh, let's say well I have a natural ability to draw and if I draw and I draw you know well uh, I might think well what's the big deal you know why would why would somebody pay for one of my drawings but you have a person who can't draw who needs a drawing well then they are delighted to 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 pay you know for your drawing so sometimes it's hard for you to actually evaluate the 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 value of your own skills and talents so this questionnaire would be designed to help help uh, guide you through the process of self-exploration so that you're able to realize the things that you have to offer. So you put down this list of things that you have to offer. And again, it could be any anything from grunt work to, to artistry. You just don't know. I can't tell you how many times I've done an event when uh, I thought it'd be nice to have someone who can play an acoustic guitar sitting in the corner, you know. And uh, yet it's kind of a, a challenge to find somebody who can can do that on a for a reasonable amount of money if you're going to have some little gathering you know you just never know what people are looking for out there 
So, anyway, the guy lists the things that he can do. And then he lists what he is looking for in exchange at that time. It could be, uh, I need food. It could be, I need a place to stay for a night or two or three or whatever. It could be, I need a haircut. It could be, I need dental work. Um, I mean, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, you, you say, here's what I'm looking for. Here's what I can do. Here's what I'm looking for in return. And here is my location right now. And of course, the final step would be to put down your, your contact info. Now, if you have a cell phone, well, then you can put your cell phone number in there. Uh, but if not, there is a messaging system that's built into Fishing Pole. Uh, so that means people can message you through it and you can message them back. So you could check in once in a while and, um, and, and, uh, open up your account with your pen and see what messages you have and reply. Uh, but the third thing is they're also connected to the terminal is a, uh, is an internet based telephone and it only allows a call for five minutes then it cuts off automatically so you can't have people there yakking all day on the phone so basically if you do get a message and you and you you're you're rock bottom you don't have a cell phone you need to call somebody there is a phone there hooked to the computer and you put in your pin and you can make a, a call and follow up uh on an offer and then uh, you know from there you're on your own and and you go and you meet up with the person and you exchange uh, services and there is no money involved whatsoever Uh, officially there is I mean like I would imagine that uh, you know if you go there and you do a good job and the person you do the service for sees that um, you know you're you need some dough maybe they'll give you a tip or you know you you just can't tell but so if, if somebody's like really down on their luck and 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 they need something uh, they're going on there saying here's what i can do for you and then you have people like you and me who can get on to fishing pole and uh we open our accounts and say you know here's what we need um and so everybody gets what they need right and so the idea is that ultimately this is a way when, when you have no money to at least get you by based upon free bartering while you're looking for your job or uh, I'm sure that just being involved in this, just networking, just meeting people is going to open up opportunities for you naturally. Right? Um, and so that's why I say this is not just for people who have hit rock bottom but it will work uh, especially well for them. And now you might think, you know, I told Lauren about this and she said, well, what about people who would abuse this? And, um, well, of course you're going to have people who might abuse it. You you don't know if it's going to be some serial killer uh, who's offering to come to your house, but that's always the case. 
You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at, I hate to, you know, bring up some kind of disturbing shit like this, but, you know, the BTK, the serial killer, worked for ADT, the security company. I mean, that's as official as it gets. And he would go into people's homes while he was putting in their security systems, and he's uh, eyeballing things. So, look, you're never going to be able to get around the possibility of somebody abusing something. Uh, so, but I would, so I wouldn't, you know, consider that, uh, an issue any more than it is with any other system. Uh, but you know, you have to be wise or as wise as you can when it comes to any kind of an arrangement you make, but, but don't even, you know, again, there's no exceptional risk here versus any other thing that you do with classified ads or, or, or anything like that. So to me, this would be a system that would sort of beautifully uh, enhance humanity because you have to realize as i've said before you don't live on an island okay we all live together in a bubble here and so what's good for you is ultimately good for me and vice versa uh it's like those people who say well uh i don't want to put out X amount of dollars for health care because, you know, I I think this person should be on his or her own and not have to, uh, uh, and I I shouldn't have to, you know, put out money to solve this person's problem. Well, the issue is, well, when somebody gets sick and you don't treat that person, guess what happens? They spread that sickness around and then eventually you get it. It's like back in the day when you could not get the fire department to come and put out a fire at your house unless you had a specific insurance policy. And uh, this was engraved in a plate that would go on your house. And so if your house caught on fire and the fire, part, the fire department got there and there wasn't this uh, insurance plate, They'd say, oh, well, sorry, you know, we got to let this thing burn. Yeah, but the reality is, if you just let the fire burn, guess what's going to happen? It's going to spread. And it's going to spread to the guy's house who does have the insurance policy, right? I mean, look, we can try to reduce a lot of these phenomena down to what seems fair and what doesn't. But you can't change the reality of Mother Nature. There are certain things that are contagious that just spread to all of us. And so it is beneficial to you, it is beneficial for you to help other people. Because when you help other people, then you are going to reduce the chances that they are going to resort to some kind of drastic measures. You know, uh, they're going to steal something, perhaps, or, uh, you know, know, I don't want to go down this list of negative things, but you see what I'm saying. You do not live on a little isolated island. You're a part of a community of humans, and uh, it's a global community of humans. And so we have to help each other out, and the more you do for your fellow human, the better your life is going to be. So why would you not do that? You see, um, to not help other people out is um, 
it's a very animalistic instinct. And so uh, we see what happens when you live you know, like an animal, you end up like an animal. And animals don't generally have it as well as we humans do. So anyway, if we were to actually implement something like this fishing pole system, it would take the support of a lot of, or at least one, you know, big charitable company in order to develop the software, manage the system, and distribute the terminals around. Because that's the big one. This is not going to, I mean, like, yeah, you could just put something like this on the internet. There probably is something like this on the internet. But, but the key is actually having physical terminals available all around the country. Again, at places like Walmart or Starbucks or whatever um, that are accessible to people at the moment in their hour of need where they can go in and they can actually get something done as quickly and effectively and efficiently as possible. Because look, if it's going to be 14 degrees tonight, you don't have time to screw around. I mean, you need to walk in there and be able to get something done as quickly as possible. And this is the next best thing to begging for money, which may or may not come. And again, I believe it will eventually lead to money. So this is just an idea um, I am not in a position right now to like develop something like this and distribute it all over the, the country. But what I can do is spread ideas all over the world through this podcast. So that's what I'm doing. I'm planting a seed. I'm spreading it. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to spread this idea. I hope it spreads. And, and I, I'd like to get your feedback, okay? I want to see what you think about this. Maybe you have other ideas for how we could tweak this, improve this. But if the concept takes hold, then I think that we can collectively manifest this. And if we do it, the world will be a better place for everybody, including you and me. So think about fishing pole as a project and uh, one of the things that I love about this podcast is that it allows me to just sort of give you some stream of consciousness thoughts on ideas like this for how the world could be improved in the meantime uh, I want to share some interesting uh, messages with you I got an email from a guy named John in New York. If you're a subscriber to my free e-newsletter at joshuapwarren.com, you'll see I already sent this out through my e-newsletter, but I'll go ahead and include it here because I think it's pretty cool. Uh, John in New York, he purchased a miraculous prayer board. And by the way, as we speak, uh, or as I speak, Lauren is right now working on batch number two. You know, she and I, we are both, I don't know, artisans, craftsmen of a certain cut. And so we're, we're, we're working together on getting these things done. There, there are a lot of steps involved. But John says, Joshua, I opened the prayer manifestation board package on Sunday and decided to give it a test. I was planning to make a brief stop at the Saratoga Casino, 
on the way to my girlfriend's house later that afternoon, so I used the board as instructed and asked for a big win. I felt it necessary to define what a big win would be, as there are times when a slot machine will show 50 or $60 as a big win. So I defined a big win as something that would require me to receive an IRS tax form. So uh, he says, also, I didn't have much time to spend at the casino, so I asked for a relatively quick win. And uh, anyway, he says, after about a half hour of playing with some wins and losses, I was down about $30, and then I hit seven free games on the Kubla King slot machine. Multiple re-triggers of free games occurred, and I ended up winning $1,099 on a $2.50 bet. Shown as proof is the IRS form with the Social Security number and address blocked out. (laughs) He sent me that. It is attached. Um, He says, I am totally awed by it all. I love the board. Thank you for making it available. Again, that's from John upstate new york he got one thousand ninety nine dollars you know what's funny is that at many of these casinos they don't even make you fill out a tax form unless you win twelve hundred dollars so um but at least in his case well uncle sam is going to take its chunk and uh john got what he asked for so i'm telling you so many of these like wonderful emails are coming in um, and, and messages like that. And as you know, the Miraculous Prayer Board is, um, it's a big hit, but we are working on that second batch. We're trying to get it done as quickly as possible. So if you want one of those, well, you know, you better go to my website and get it. When it comes to messages, this is really silly. This is really stupid. But I decided to finally address this. Um, I, you know, I have a lot of stuff out there on the internet. I have dozens of websites. I have a YouTube account, Vimeo, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. I mean, I, I can't keep up with all that stuff, as well as my my personal email accounts. And I ha- actually have a number of email accounts that I monitor, the Haunted Asheville um, email. and uh, So anyway, look. When it comes to YouTube videos, um, people leave you know all these comments after they watch a YouTube video, and there is this comment that comes up again and again when people watch some of my videos, and especially my video about the White House ghost. They, and I, I, I can tell they're sincere. They say, "Why are you wearing lipstick?" Why are you wearing lipstick? And <laughs> so I'm just going to address this for the record. I do not wear lipstick. I have never worn lipstick. My lips are naturally red and plump. Uh, Lauren used to always joke saying I had Macaulay Culkin lips. Uh, I, I just, you know, I have naturally pale skin And for some reason, I have very red lips. So my lips are so naturally red that people really do believe 
when they see me in, the, in, in these various videos that I'm wearing lipstick, but I assure you, I am not. So, it's just again, it's just one of those dumb things that has come up so many times, I figured, okay, I'll go ahead and address it. So, there you go. <laughs> but I guess that's good. I I mean, I, I think that people uh, find nice, plump, red lips desirable. Okay, well, look, I have a lot of stuff going on, so I believe that's going to do it for today. I, 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 I was up almost all night working on editing the uh, Milwaukee uh, video about the psionics gathering. Man, it's coming together really well. It's great, great stuff. I'm, I'm expecting to have that ready to release by the end of next month, and... Um, it's going to be entertaining and insightful. I don't know how long it'll be. It won't be very long. I'm I'm shooting for like you know 15 minutes, like a, like a short film length or something like that. But but there's just so much stuff to comb through, and I'm just one guy, you know. And I'm doing all this, and I'm composing some music for it, and recording that music and everything. So it'll be a really nice presentation. So that's something to look forward to. But many other things are going on that I will be sharing with you very soon. And you know, like I. Said, said uh, in the coming days I will be releasing a new form of money sigil freely that you will want to experiment with trust me so that said for updates on what I'm doing you definitely should sign up for my free e-newsletter at joshuapwarren.com there's no period after the p at joshuapwarren.com if you go there you'll find a link to the miraculous prayer board well we have the second batch available and um, you'll find a link to this podcast it's called Joshua P. Warren Daily always short always free and uh, it's independent it's uncensored if you click that link you can subscribe through various means or just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren at Joshua P. Warren and I will tweet when a new one is available so Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.